Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler episode number 222. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing community service through WordPress. Before we get started, let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. We go in alphabetic order. Jamal, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Jamal Tashan, and I do WordPress things for mainly seniors, help them to get out and do what they feel to give out to the world. Awesome. I'm glad to have you on. You. How about you, George? Hi, I'm George Stefanos. I work for the Automatic, working on Jetpack by day and WordPress core by night and other shiny things when I get bored. Um, make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress, because Say is not here. I can say that without her jumping down my throat. <laughs> nice. Good job. How about you, Robert? I'm Robert Gilmer, Shiny9Web Design. I build stuff with WordPress. Good to have you on. Russ, you. what about you? What up? I'm Russ. I do things in uh, Vegas with WordPress. I work at Web Dev Studios, and uh, I'm a big community team player. Sweet. Sarah, what about you? Hi, I'm Sarah Weefald. Uh, I'm the project manager at Zeek Interactive, and I like to help people manage projects in the WordPress. Awesome. Topher, what about you? <coughs> Excuse me. My name is Topher. Um, I'm with uh, Eyewitness Design as the chief strategist, and uh, we build websites, and I also run Hero Press. Good to have you. How about you, Steve? <laughs> I am Steve. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. Good to have you, Steve. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and my blog is jasontucker.blog. Is somebody... I'm not sure what that was. Is someone working for a woodshop today? No. <laughs> it, it's so weird not hearing Steve say, and tonight is the developer meetup. <laughs> like, it's so weird. <laughs> that, that'll happen next episode. Yeah. Speaking of... So let's talk a little bit about community service uh, type stuff. You know, one of the things that um, we were been discussing um, off offline here is in regards to um, getting, you know, kind of giving back to the community, but also being able to uh, make it easier for community type services to have WordPress sites and be able to have them built quickly, easily. You know, essentially using the skills that we have to come up with a site for them when it probably would have cost them money. A lot of them are nonprofits. They're wanting to be able to kind of quickly get a site up and running and be able to use it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So have you guys done anything regarding something maybe like a hackathon or uh, we had a website weekend here in LA? Is there any of those sorts of things in your neck of the woods? Here in Vegas, we used to do a thing called um, Give Camp. And so GiveCamp is where we took five nonprofit, uh, local nonprofits, and we would do everything from websites to graphics to social media to do all that. Nice. And how long or how, how often have they been doing that? Is that like a once a year thing or what? It, it was once a year for two years in a row, and then it stopped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we're going to pick it up. We're going to do it again. Really? That's awesome, Robert. What, what, what's your what, what's your plans for that? And I know that you came here to kind of learn a little bit about how other people are doing this. So what do you what is your grand vision there? Uh, my grand vision is pretty much the same: five to ten nonprofits, uh, causes, and charities that we believe in that uh, are going to impact the Las Vegas area. Oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah, here in Grand Rapids, we've done Give Camp for, I think, eight years in a row now. And we typically do about 30 nonprofits at once. Wow. Um, and something that always surprises me is how diverse the needs are. Uh, there's always, you know, a certain number that just say, ah, oh, we, we need a website. But it's pretty common to get some organization to come in to say, uh, you know, we've been storing our donor data in the same Excel sheet for 25 years now, and we can't open it anymore. What do we do? <laughs> and so, you know, somebody will whip out Ruby or Python or something and make some awesome database searcher. But uh, there's always about about half usually are just straight up WordPress sites and uh, uh, usually rolling in some sort of donation system for, you know, whatever they need or some comments or forms and stuff like that. Um, it's always very intense and very fun, and you sleep for days after. So is, is GiveCamp a, um, a, a national thing, or is that a regional thing? It is. No, okay. it's a national thing. It was started by Microsoft, actually. Um, oh. But similar to WordCamp, you can go to their core website and look up when they're going to be all over the U.S. And and there are people that actually travel to GiveCamps. They'll, they'll spend their vacation and go to some city and do a GiveCamp. That's cool. Sweet. So they, the, really, there's there's a lot of different hackathons that happen. Uh, sometimes there's uh, the one I've been to in the past. I went to the DC one, but there's it used to be annual. I'm not sure if it's still going on, but Open Data Day, which would basically just look at data sources, looking at government, looking at social municipalities, looking at all sorts of things, finding out with all these data sources and APIs as accessible as they are, what cool stuff can we just build to improve our communities and improve citizens' access to data and understand what's going on in government? Wow, that's cool. The Sunlight Foundation was a really big part of that at the time, uh, but I've not been one to one in a couple of years now. Yeah, and links to all of these will be in the show notes, so uh, feel free to kind of dig through our show notes and see all the, the cool stuff that's out there that you can get involved in or try to, you know, start something um, in your area. So, I, I mean, opposed from going to or, or having to start, like, some kind of uh, thing where it takes a whole weekend, I mean, I guess it really starts at meetups. Like, uh, we're going to do a meetup in, like, June where it's going to be nothing but contributing back to where people can come and just – ask us questions and they can sit down with the developer. I mean, like it really starts with there for me, you know, that's the easiest place where people can come and find us and we can help them. Yeah. And it's, you know, depending on the organization, the people that work there and stuff, you could, uh, you could typically, you know, end up having folks that have never even used a computer before, but they still want to be able to have something that they can use as a way of, you know, getting outreach or getting the word out about the particular event that they're doing or just the organization in general. So just building well, a splash page or a landing page for them to just kind of send people to is, is a huge thing for them. And the thing with doing the meetup route is the people that come to the meetups usually have something in place already. At least it's my experience. They have something in place, but they're like, I want to and add. It's broken. <laughs> it's broken or I want more or this, that, and the other. Whereas with these these give camps, these hackathons, these website weekend, um, we're starting from scratch. People have nothing, and we're helping them get at least the presence on the web. It seems like to me. Yeah, the the one hit that happened here in uh, in the LA area was uh, called uh, Website Weekend over at websiteweekend.la, 
And um, it was back in October, and they had uh, 16 different nonprofits, and they had about 120 uh, volunteers that were helping out with them. And um, they did some amazing work for tons of different um, projects and different sites that needed to be built and stuff, uh, including a jazz website. Uh, they wanted to have like a, a site for uh, various jazz musicians, which was kind of interesting because they actually built it using um, WordPress stuff. So it was like to see that and kind of hear how that was working. <laughs> it was like it was just kind of all tied together and had no clue that, you know, that all the different releases for WordPress were written, you know, uh, named for jazz musicians so i, I was gonna say did, did they pull the a api on that and just get the blog post for every every jazz <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty thing, rad you said that you said a jazz website and i was like is that another cms that i don't know about is that like <laughs> jazz oh jeez. yeah so, so, it's it's no JavaScript framework. <laughs> so there's wordpress multi-site and jazz now no. <laughs> I, I would wager mine that there is a CMS named Jazz out there already because. Yes, there is. I still have my Jazz Drive. I just I just forked WordPress. Oh, it's called Jazz. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no that was the uh, Jazz CMS. That was the Living Legends Foundation. Was the name of that that particular site. Right but very cool well, stuff. So, um, so we, one of the things that we were talking about last night on WP Blab that kind of. Um, uh, that brought uh, Jamal in here is that we were talking about how um, how people can do nonprofit or do work for nonprofits and also do work for people that are um, are like unable to uh, to use WordPress or they're having a hard time trying to figure it out. And one of the things that we started to talk about a little bit was um, regarding uh, the elderly and how the elderly have a story. Elderly have a place that they could actually, um, you know, they have a story and they have a, they want to have a place to be able to write this stuff or record video or something. And that's kind of what we were talking about last night is how could they use WordPress to, you know, kind of bring everything together and then be able to write their story out. And because of that, that got me thinking there are organizations out there that have their own story that they want to be able to put out on the internet. And how could they do this using WordPress, you know, writing blog posts, doing custom post types, all sorts that, of fun stuff like that. I think that kind of goes back to uh, when you had various on too, right? Cause he was helping that, that couple across the street who they were older. And yep. I think that kind of ties to that too. Yeah, it's that, um, you know, listening to what other people are saying about their problems that they're having in WordPress and they're, you know, and you are a solutions provider that could quickly jump in and provide a solution for it. So I guess by, by saying that is how could how could people in our community help out other nonprofits or other, you know, organizations by doing this? And it sounds like we need to start, you know, doing more of these kind of give camps and these other hackathons and stuff. Last night we have also touched to this, but there are some knowledge, information, joy that the seniors have, and they it will be passed away if it's not documented. So it's more helping to the history too. So we, we should be helping. And all of them know some kind of uh, way of communicating, and all we have to do is just set up the foundation for them and then let them go. So WordPress is very capable to do that, both audio-wise, video-wise, or blog-wise. Definitely, and the tools are available to do it. You know, using OEmbeds for YouTube videos and using uh, you know all sorts of stuff like that to kind of make it all happen. True, and it has not. It, it should not be that fancy. I mean, it should be basic, standard, nice-looking 
of course, with color corrected for the seniors to be able to see <laughs> uh, bigger fonts. You, you know, Jamal, uh, when when you came to uh, WordCamp Minneapolis and you did that lightning talk about how color is so important, um, especially to um, older individuals, that really opened my eyes to the the concept of I'm not designing for everybody. Um, so first of all, th <coughs> thank you for doing that talk. But thank second you. of all. Um, I try to incorporate that into whether I'm at a WordCamp or whether we're on like uh, the advanced WordPress group or something. I'm always trying to think of the best practice that's going to meet the whole realm and not just like what the quick fix is. Well, yeah. that's, that's very true. Once we start in that route, trying to broaden our audience, uh, they, will, they will start helping us. To I have this group uh, with seniors and you would be surprised uh, what questions they ask. They they just jumped that color font issue. Now they are think, thinking about what should be placed where, how trustful the site should be. I mean, we were discussing that last night. Whom they connect, whom they, well, they go to their bank because they trust to their bank, but they, they don't buy anything on the internet they saw for the first time. So once you try help to help them, they will come to your site and get your services or products. And I think that I think that relates to this because of the fact that when a lot of these nonprofits are looking for people to give money to their nonprofit, and in order for someone to be able to give money to it, they either need to write a check and send it someplace or use some kind of plugin like Give or something like that to be able to click on a link and then be able to give money to that organization. And um, if people are scared to even use that type of technology to be able to give, makes it really difficult for folks to get money for their, their nonprofit. And they are also uh, very new to this technology. They learned this from their kids or grandkids. And, uh, you know, the young people are not that uh, spending time teaching them everything. So that's why those uh, meetings, meetups for the seniors would be very helpful. It will not be like ours uh, short, maybe much longer to keep the subject going on, but uh, that's something very, very useful. Now, wait a second, are you, saying, are you saying these grandkids don't have patience? Uh, <laughs> I know, that's a, that sounds like an overgeneralization. Yeah. I try to avoid that. <laughs> well, one of, I mean, one of the things that I just kind of noticed, I, I was a sort of volunteer coordinator for Website Weekend here in LA in October, um, is that like there, there is a, a large desire to be able to do good things and affect positive change within our communities using WordPress as a tool. Um, but, you know, when it comes down to it, like, we all want to help, but we're limited by, you know, not only our personal energy, but also uh, our, you know, other commitments to, you know, our, our businesses. I mean, <clears throat> one of the reasons that I was needed as a volunteer, and I volunteered in the weeks before the weekend, and then a little bit after the weekend, I wasn't actually on site. Um, but I was helping the founders of Website Weekend, um, Alex Vasquez and Natalie McLeese, just coordinate the project managers um, because they're both busy people that run their own businesses. And, you know, then I'm busy, you know, helping to run a business here at the office as well. So the three of us combined made it work. It was still a lot of work, um, but it just takes a lot of manpower. 
So I think that's part of where um, just community in general comes in, is that even though, yes, we're trying to help our community, it takes a whole community in order to do that in a way that doesn't deplete the resources of any one person. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, getting volunteers involved in stuff and then having them burnt out on a project, that's not going to help anybody. So for these, for the ones that have been successful, do you get a mixture of like developers, designers, content providers, or do you say to the nonprofits, hey, you have to come to us with content, we're not going to help with that, or yeah, well, you limit it? You need process, a mix. Yeah. A wide the, mix. The process for Website Weekend was that a general call went out, and in the intake form, you had to select like, are you a designer? Are you a content person? Are you a developer? What's your level of experience, stuff like that. Um, and then each team was put together so that everyone had, you know, access to a bunch of these resources. Um, because a lot of these nonprofits, you know, they just don't have access to somebody who can write effective copy. So if, you know, I think there were a couple copywriters that sort of floated around for everyone. Okay. Um, but having you know, be, being able to have and leverage those assets within your community was extremely valuable. We did, did that. Have, we did that for website weekend or, or for, uh, for Give Camp Vegas. It was uh, sign up and what are you like? You'd select developer, designer, and then um, Owen, who put everything together, um, put groups of like one developer, one designer, one content person, and one graphic person, and they were assigned to just this uh, nonprofit. And so like that whole team worked together to produce, you know, a website or social media marketing, whatever it was. Um, and then once that team got done, we went to another project and we just stayed as that team for the whole thing. Cool. Did you have anybody for, for any of the ones that have done this? Did you have anybody not on site, like Skyping in, Google Hangouting in, or were they all physically in the room? They all had to be physically in the room. Yeah. I think that I think that would just that would open just a whole other can of worms. Where like, no, no, but I mean, to Go some ahead. extent that would be worthwhile. Like um if you have a bunch of uh like junior level developers that want to volunteer, but they're gonna need someone maybe remotely that can uh give them tips on how to actually accomplish something give them guidance on things or uh, if you're really short on copywriters you have like exactly. eight teams but one copywriter you might want to allow there be a couple remote ones that folks can ping on a slack instance and uh, get a little bit of help from just fill yeah, in the holes that you need with folks you may know remotely that's what i'm thinking is there's a lot of talent in las vegas but i could name you two or three copywriters and that's all mm. Yeah. And there's probably and there's obviously there's a ton of them there. It's just you they're not they're not finding they're not like ex, you know they're not going out to different meetups or events like that to get their name out. So yeah. one year I was uh, I was too sick to go to Give Camp. I bailed out. I said I, I can't do it. And I was sitting on the couch thinking, hey, I could SSH in. So I pinged the organizer and said, I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Do you guys need any? PHP help or WordPress help. He's like, oh man, I got a team that needs you like crazy. And they were able to tell me their needs and I ripped them up a little plug-in, sitting on my couch and and their project, you know, moved forward that, that much more quickly. Um, so I think there's, there's definitely uh, space for remote workers. 
but at the same time, the team is really important. So yeah. like the event should be on site, but if, if you can, if you can pull in somebody cause you got a hole, you know, go for it. That's, so actually, holes. That, that's actually one of my favorite parts about uh WordCamp orange County is when you do like plug in Palooza and stuff, it, it's, it's even though it's a competition and it, it, it's for a prize, it's that you know ten plugins got released out to the to the .org repo that could potentially help people, you know, and that I would have never written this plugin had it not been for this kind of competition or you know maybe there wasn't a need. But I, I think that when you release stuff like that, that just helps the community whether you you know it or not, you know, like like you. You don't know the kind of impact that a, a simple one-line plugin could actually help. Speaking know? of plugin a Palooza, entries are due by Monday. I wasn't trying to segue <laughs> into you, Steve. Oh, I'll take that segue all day. <laughs> Sarcastic <laughs> softball. <laughs> uh, but but I I mean so like one of the things is that like I wanted to build a, a plugin to show you post types and that I I've been you know tinkering around with it and I finally said. I'm going to do it for this. And, you know, now it has over a hundred installs and it's actually helping people. I think that was the easiest way of getting out to the community other than needing to show up and do that, you know, somewhere for a weekend. Uh, the plug in a Palooza post is in the show notes, by the way. Nice. <laughs> one, one, one other thing regarding, regarding <laughs> plugin, which was, uh, was perfect here, Russ, is that um, there's plenty of, of these organizations that don't have the money to be able to, Buy your plugins, but they would definitely benefit from your plugins. And so, if you um, find uh, find yourself with uh, you know some type of event that's happening that you know about, and you want to uh, provide them with a like, you know a form plugin or a contact some type of contacting uh, thing, maybe a mapping plugin, any of the basics that happen on a WordPress site, and you wanted to provide them with a, a license for them to be able to use it. Um, that would definitely be a great way to start a good relationship with a nonprofit and be able to see what you can do for them. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what the what the process is to to validate if somebody is a nonprofit or not. I'm sure there's like documentation on how to do it. Yep, but, sure is. But I, I could totally see, you know, um, paid plugins, you know, such as like Gravity Forms or whatever, offering that kind of PHP Storm license where if you are just using this for the meetup, then, you know, we'll give you a free license or whatever. I could totally see that happening down the road. And I think that, that'd be a great thing too. Well, as someone who works at a nonprofit, we use uh, we use a company or organization rather called TechSoup. Um, and TechSoup is a site that allows... I feel like that's uh, it's a, actually I, nothing at all like talk soup. Oh. It's so weird. I feel like that's going to be a Marx Brothers new thing. Talk soup, <laughs> you know, tech soup. So what tech soup does is it lets it lets you as a nonprofit be able to go on to uh, a list of different um, products and services that are available and purchase them at either a free or very, 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 very discounted price. To the point where you could buy, say, a really expensive Microsoft server license for 35 bucks administrative fee, and that's it. So if you're running a nonprofit and you're looking for a way to be able to go get those types of things for your organization, that's the way to do it. I don't know if there's something like this that are for 501c3s that are for 
WordPress plugins, but um, that might be something somebody um, either on this panel or that's watching may want to look into and maybe uh, get some type of like press soup or something like that going. <laughs> Aren't there uh, servers that provide free hosting to nonprofits? I there definitely are. Yeah, I don't want to say the name in case they don't anymore, but I think I saw that on website. <laughs> Well, don't worry about it. None of them are sponsoring us, so we're fine. <laughs> but yeah, there's plenty of those kinds of companies that are out there that would um, do that sort of thing. And there's even plugins that will do this too. It's just, I don't think there's like a directory that's for all the different plugins that are out there that, that would provide this type of thing. Help an idea. Yep, that, def definitely. Um, I got a quick question for you guys. Yeah. Um, I, I would like for my meetup in Grand Rapids to reach out and help people that WordPress would be particularly good for. For example, I would like to contact older folks who are retired and looking for something to do or want to have a message or whatever. I want to contact uh, people who need an education and a career and uh, can't afford it or are strapped in some way and you know can't go to a community college or whatever. And these people have never heard of WordPress. It's probably never even occurred to them they could do anything on a computer. But I want to, I want to somehow convey to them Hey, Thursday night, come free pizza. We'll show you how to do this thing. So I've thought about like billboards on the freeway. Um, I've seen those locally. Radio commercials. Like that. And so, I, I want to I want to stay away from the handwritten signs stapled to the to yeah. the telephone pole. You know. <laughs> so Fair my enough. question is, how do you reach out to people who've never heard of WordPress and say, <clears throat> I think I have something for you that you would enjoy. They could bring you money, whatever, and and get them to come to a meetup. So we do this. We, we do this thing here in Vegas where um on so we have a site called wpvegas.com, um and we have a showcase. So it shows all uh, local businesses and stuff uh, using WordPress here in Las Vegas. And so I actually use that when I uh, when I find a website like to like a mom and pop Italian restaurant. I can yeah. say. I can say, hey, first of all, I'm going to give you a free backlink. So I'm going to help you right off the back. Whether you want the help or not, I'm going to give you a backlink. But your site is using WordPress. And if you ever feel like you need the help, um, we are free. We don't charge you. And you're not going to get suckered into having to pay this money. You should just come and check it out and see if you can meet someone to help you. You, you know, that's, okay. the easy, that's the easiest way I reach out because – I'm looking for people who have WordPress sites all the time, and I just show up to their door, like not to like their home, but to like their business. And just say, <laughs> hey. I just say, hey, you have a WordPress site. You know, if you ever need help, you should check it out. Um, and I don't give them a card. I don't give them a whole sales pitch because I want them to feel like it's a safe place and not like I'm trying to um, to get them into my business as a client. You know, and right? Yep. Always be closing. Uh, we do have billboards out here as well for like code academies and stuff. I've seen them like learn how to code in five minutes. Uh, yeah. So it apparently reaches people. You might do something like that as well. Okay. Well, I live in Tustin, which is a small uh, town in Orange County. And uh -huh. the city loves to help those kind of things. They have senior centers and they do one presentation every week or so. Ah. So if you go to them, they will let you give a presentation about what you do. And uh, there are lots of lots of seniors uh, going there just to share, just to socialize, and they all have something to tell. And they would love to hear from you. And they would, if you give them the guidance, they would be there. Sure, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, one of the things to do too is like, 
um, when, when people need, need help, where do they go? Uh, and it's like like a, a business coach or a life coach. So if you could find a company that offers like life coaching and you can just say, hey, um, could, could you mention us to your clients if they need help mm, or whatever? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And like, like that's an easy referral that, again, it's not costing them anything to mention you and it's not costing you anything to go advertise with them. And, you know, part of a life coach is saying, here's how you recognize you need help and get help. And here's the free meetup that helps. Yeah. Well, one of the things too, I mean, I know Say's not here right now, but she <laughs> works a lot with the small business administration and, okay. and through that she's able to connect with a lot of small business owners who need help with WordPress and learning how to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like small business development center. Yeah. That that's definitely um, a good place to look for that stuff. I wanted to I wanted to wrap it up before we jump into another conversation and then we end up uh, being here for another thirty minutes. So uh, I wanted to leave, you, I'm gonna leave you with a couple different um, a couple different episodes that you should take a look at um, that we've done in the past here. So one of them is um, one that uh, Rachel Carden was on, and there'll be links in the show notes as well as up on the screen here. So um, there's one that Rachel Carden was on where she was doing accessibility. And another one that we did was uh, episode number 48, where we talked about uh, WordPress community giving back for nonprofits. And that's the one that like, Alex was on. That was like 15 years ago, dude. Right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> 40. Math is hard. But folks, that's about it for tonight or today. Thank you very much for uh, hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Go over to our website at wrcore.com. Click on the links there to subscribe. If you like this content, thumbs up. We really appreciate it. And hit the share button because uh, other people out in the community should definitely know about how to get involved with community service. Folks, talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Thanks.